This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. Welcome to the Off the Break Podcast, your podcast dedicated to current movie theater news, operations, and insights from the people that book the movies. I'm Ken, and with me as always are Cody and Kyle. Hello. How's it going this week, guys? It's, it's Dune Weekend. It is. That's Dune. how it's going. <laughs> now, up next on the docket, we have Dune. <laughs> Why are you always surprised when we start the podcast? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're recording. <laughs> oh, hello, everyone. Yeah, it's, it's the weekend. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> it centers me, and then I'm like, okay, where am I at? We have Dune. We have Ron's Gone Wrong. We had a surprise opening by Halloween Kills that was day and date that was much better than expected. So much better than expected. That's oh, shocking. Yeah. I don't know if that speaks volumes of the franchise power of Halloween, this reboot franchise, or if it speaks to... <laughs> How people just don't have peacock. Don't have what? What is that? Is it peacock? Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, peacock. they don't have peacock. Like I was saying, like did they don't peacock. Have, what you have no peacock? Is it peacock? The what? animal? I don't what think, is this? I think a lot of people don't have a peacock. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't have a peacock. At I don't know what animal or street. I would guess at least fifty percent of people don't have a peacock. <laughs> Ken. <laughs> okay, moving yeah. on. Oh. But it, it that was really good to see that Halloween. Did so well in theaters despite you know having streaming go up against it. I was really surprised because I really thought streaming would hurt it more than mm-hmm. it did. I mean, it it could have hurt it. Yeah. I mean, the first one was a seventy eighty million dollar opener. When Boss Baby wasn't hurt that bad, I thought it was kind of a fluke because we have seen on like HBO Max titles those being hurt by being on theaters and HBO Max and we have seen a, a decline in the Disney ones too even with the upcharge there is a difference in the gross when it's on day and date with Disney plus so to not really see it happening with the universal titles just tells me that they're have their difficulty adopting peacock people are just not yeah buying I mean, it. W- well they're Despite saying, you know, this movie is also free on HBO Max, you still have to pay, you know, the subscription price. And right. after a while, people will just choose, like, the most popular streaming services. And HBO is clearly more popular than Peacock. Yeah, and their Peacock is just not as robust as they think it is. Oh, okay. Well, it's just not, not offering enough. <laughs> we, we, the we market did. penetration is not as great as they thought it was. We're professionals, we, we promise. Are um anyway what were we talking about again halloween Halloween. um but it it is a really good grossing number though i mean like ken was saying the first one opened to seven eight million and it wasn't suffering from you know streaming um being competitive with it It, it, we didn't have like a pandemic or the aftermaths of a pandemic to worry about and it still got to 50 million and i it may seem like it's a far off number between the two but i still think it's promising i think it's really promising because this was the second of three you knew that the gross was going to be down it couldn't have done more than the first one so i think the opening is really robust um i do think it really only has a life of three weeks though until halloween comes out and then after that we're into thanksgiving holiday titles and yeah and if it survives the first maybe it can't really survive 
past the first and second week of th- November. So it's got three, maybe five weeks into it. And then it'll probably be off for the November for the Thanksgiving titles. I mean, Eternals will definitely play a role at the start of it. Oh, for it to, yeah. Yeah. So Eternals that will seems probably pretty likely. decimate it that first week in November. Yeah. All of our other horror titles, regardless of streaming or not, have died a hard death after they do. the first week. I mean, they really, you know, are quick burners. But... Mm-hmm. Like we said last week, it was a very well done, very quality movie outside of the horror Yeah, Kyle, stuff. Ken liked it more than what you let on in your in, I, in your review. Oh, I'm Spo- yeah, that's good. Spoilers abound, but <laughs> they really had to hammer it home. Like you said, they hammered home like, he is evil. He cannot be killed by conventional weapons like right. Keith Richards. Right. <laughs> they really <laughs> hammered this home. Well, yeah, when he gets up after being killed... With quotations, I was still surprised, <laughs> even though they they said this over and over again. For what he's a killing machine, he's literally unkillable. Why didn't anyone tell me? I totally went for it. I was like, oh, okay, now they're going to do the the movie thing where they put him in the morgue and he wakes up in the morgue. Yeah, nope, he wakes up there in the street and disembowels everyone after being shot and. Stabbed in the spinal cord. And he still is like, oh, ow, okay, back to work. He just hops up. But the the guy who, who plays that character, I mean, they never give you a full face view, but he is one creepy dude. Like, I'd put him up there with the Tony Todds of the world who played the Candyman oh, yeah. originally. Like, he just, yeah. you don't even see his whole face, and he has the face but you of know. that guy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad Ken liked it. I mean, I didn't, I didn't think the movie was bad i mean there definitely was obvious problems with it but i just wanted to see michael myers kill people and i don't think we need to look too deep into it outside of that yeah and he set a record for a slasher movie most people killed on screen in a slasher really movie. yeah they said this was a wow the most of all of all time even more than the rob zombie halloweens which i that's <laughs> which sounds surprising that not that i have seen surprising. those but it was the most well it helps when he hacks apart 12 firefighters in the first 10 minutes of you the movie. You pretty much gave him an early start. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was just running downhill at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into stuff that matters this week. Halloween did good. How is this Dune going to open well, with that same streaming component? So, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like I have way underestimated this film. Like, I didn't think any... And you I didn't think it, I did. I didn't think it had an audience... <laughs> thought hbo max would hurt it but it might survive hbo max because it's such a a film you should see on the big screen it's such a spectacle and i think that the there is a core audience of people out there that still like sci-fi this is the granddad movie of all sci-fis and so i think and they want to see it on the big screen because you want that huge spectacle so there is a lot of interest in it i'm getting uh, word that there's a ton of pre-sales on it, a, l- a lot of advanced tickets. Um, I think it was five million in the Thursday gross scenes, if I read that right. Yeah, five point one. Yep. Yeah. So, okay. which is which did better than Halloween, which Ken misreported last week, is because it was only like By four million. Lot. Whoops. Oops. <laughs> By a lot. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> so, if you come here for very specific accurate accurate news you're coming to the wrong people we get the general we do that we, we do we take, very we take general. the temperature of the room guys yeah. you can tell even when i'm like is that right and then i just <laughs> yeah. go along with it that yeah. we <laughs> we're not measuring in celsius or fahrenheit here guys just the temperature general temperature of the room it's fine it's we're just hot. sticking our heads out the window to see if it's hot or cold yeah. <laughs> and it's fine it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> so 
I'm really surprised. I think it's going to have a pretty robust opening weekend. I don't know if it'll make 50. I that just to me seems a little high, but I think a solid 35 to 40 would be a good weekend. If it did 50, even better. If we could have back-to-back triple $50 million opening weekends in a row, oh my gosh. I mean, with October most, is amazing. With <laughs> half of them being, you know, also on streaming services, th- that would yeah. be amazing. It would be very exciting. Yeah. I mean, when I went to my showing, I was amazed. We were in the largest auditorium at that theater and it was shoulder to shoulder with people. Like it was nearly uh, a sold out showing. There was probably about, I would say 80 to 85% people. And I think a lot of them are like the diehard, you know, fans of the Dune books. And I'm sure there's uh, cross connections between that and like star Wars fans or other Mm sci-fi fantasy type fans too. But nerd alert, even still it, I mean, I was probably the one that didn't have a clue. I was probably the outcast in that group (laughs) just by, conversations i would overhear i'm like i don't know what i'm doing here i'm out of my elements but i got two different text messages from theater owners that watched the that tested the film and watched it thursday morning Mm -hmm. and what is this dune movie about (laughs) and it's like it's about two and a half hours (laughs) (laughs) why do you ask (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) because i have no response for that i mean i mean fair enough like even (laughs) i watched the movie and i'm like ah it's hard to explain, <laughs> but it, I just know it, de- it delves in it's, it delves with, uh, houses like Royal houses of power, um, different families, different houses of power. It has, um, economic ties with this spice trade that this is this, um, galactic spice that, um, is from this one planet. It's like currency. Yeah. But it, but or the- material, um, uh, a resource of some kind it is a, a yeah. resource that is very rare very um traded mm-hmm. and and whoever controls the spice controls basically everything oh like, sweet so they're like spice girl nfts <laughs> <laughs> and and so there's intrigue because uh one house is is taking out another house and basically betrayal it's betrayal and they basically kill everybody except for the son who gets abandoned on this planet um which they had been in control of i think i'm not super specific they, on all they that. got control it's been of a that long time pl- since i've seen the movie i've never read the book they got control of uh i don't even remember all the plants but the desert planet yeah. that they are on Where throughout this- the whole movie but they get ambushed by um another um, the other house the other house yes yeah. Long story short, it's kind of like Game of Thrones, but in space, and there's giant worms, and they are the ones that actually create the spice. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and the main character yeah. can commune with them, and then he controls them in the end, and then he takes out everybody I know this with book, the worms. I know this book was like written in the 60s, but I still got a <laughs> kick out of this sci-fi epic with the main character being named Paul. <laughs> you know what? I, it's not yeah. like a sci-fi name. It's just, I'm like everyone else who's like... It's, Gargan Juban, and yeah. you know, that's my friend Gerald Paul. Exactly. And then it's like, I'm Paul. And it's like, well, it doesn't quite work the same. Okay, but. Chardonnay, calm down. <laughs> I remember watching the other film, the first film yeah. of it, and a long, long time ago. And the only thing I can really take away from that was that their eyes glowed blue because mm-hmm. of the spice. And um, water is so scarce on this planet that when when they die, they put their bodies in this thing and they suckle the water out of them. 
That's creepy. That can uh, that's not in this movie quite like that, but yes, yeah, they that's probably do basic. that. It was I remember it was a cave, it was a whole ritual. It was also it. a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. And I don't the, know what they're doing in this movie. And the hero looks like a pork tenderloin. <laughs> <laughs> a little light on the bone there. <laughs> I like Chalamet in this. I'll defend him. I'm rare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it it might just do business. Hopefully it's not completely front loaded, but hey, we get like a big opening anyway. That'll still be I mean, remarkable. I don't mind underestimating something. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. terrible. More people came and saw it than I, want, than I thought they would. If I'm wrong and underestimate something, I'm much more okay with that. I don't want to overestimate. <laughs> you don't want to hot take it and, at 60 and billion. <laughs> what film was that? He's like, 60 billion. Just throwing it out there. It was like Suicide 20. Squad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 60. <laughs> that should have, that should have done sixty million. I'm no, telling you, it was so no. stupid. It was, it was no, worse was, than the first one. But yeah, the projections have gone from seventy million dollar opening to now a that seven, was global seventy. Yeah. yeah, it was prefaced two days ago after it was put out there a week ago <laughs> that yeah. it was seventy million dollar opening. Yeah, and then it's like a global opening. No one's ever said global opening. That's such a misleading headline too. <laughs> no one's ever yeah. said that. And now it's a oh, global opening. When it's opening in this country, 30. and they're like global opening. Yeah, no one like, in this country is like cares what it does the, in France. All the films that have popped this year are franchises, yeah, or have some tie in to something. I mean, the most obscure one was Shang Chi, but it was still, it was still under Marvel. Disney and Marvel's yeah. banner. I mean, everything else, Godzilla. Um, Fast Nine, Suicide Squad. <laughs> no. I know, I know. but all the ones there. that have popped are in that vein: Halloween, yeah, James Bond, Venom Two. I mean, it's there's a reason why these are doing well. This one is as standalone as standalone gets. Yeah, but it's not. That that's what I thought was kind of crazy. Is Kyle has let us know it's like a first parter out of I'm what I'm guessing is a two part, but I don't know why Probably. Warner's never put it out there that this is the dune one <laughs> that there's more dune co- to come i think they kind of wanted to test the water that's my guess they i want to spend 250 million dollars to test the water that's a lot a lot of money <laughs> it's a weird way to test but that's what they did um because i'm i'm betting odds are they're gonna want you know not only sequels if this performs well but also all of the hbo max spinoffs that you could possibly think oh of. yeah so but i think is it atreides is that what the house name is yes oh that is God. one of house them. of atreides Good, good spinoff. Uh, it's possible. Um, I, uh, everything I know I learned from movies. Dun, 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 <laughs> so yeah, dun, it's, dun. it's all about Dune right now then, at least for this weekend. Yeah. Uh, but anything else in regards to bookings that you've noticed um, for the next few weeks? or <laughs> That Disney's being a nightmare right now because they have <laughs> way too much product and they expect you to want to play it yeah. all. Yeah. Even though... Let's be realistic. Like, this is not Disney product. Like, I really didn't want to play Last Duel in a lot of places. Like, this is not going to be good. Mm -hmm. Who wants a rate movie? I don't care if it's under the, quote, Disney umbrella. This is not going to work. But it's it's really Scott. It's a Fox 20th century film. Even if it had been Fox. I'm not saying it's not working because it's Disney. I'm saying this film does not work, period. Yeah. Correct. And no, I, they treated it like it was, you know, anyone, a Marvel film, nearly a Marvel film. And yeah. now they're doing the same thing with Antlers. And these are not films that we want to play. There's too much other product right now that is performing way better. And I 
but you just can't go to Disney and be like, no, thank you. Like they just, like, they have no me? idea what that is. They're like, no, thank you. I know it's <laughs> been, it's been really rough being Ugh. like, I don't think this will work. What do you mean this won't work? And then well, just figuring then, out, fine, we don't want reasons. you anyways. And then on Monday, it really didn't work. <laughs> yeah. And then you don't hear them being like, sorry. You yeah. know, like, oh, you were right. Well, oh. They forced the issue with this one. You're holding it clean, right? <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot. Right. I'm just going to burn that screen. Oh, I guess now you have a screen for antlers. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Oh. I don't think so. <laughs> Starting all over again. Yeah. Endless oh. nightmare. Well, the uh, the people who actually paid for tickets to that film protested and burned the screen down. <laughs> so it's not there anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, that's been... That's been rough. Like you, you knew going into October that something was going to be an issue. Some studio was not going to get in. There's just too much product and there's too much good product. And you are looking at it and you're like, does a second or a third screen of something make more sense? Um, does a second screen of Halloween make more sense this week than a, a last duel or, you know, th- so those are the things you're trying to balance. And Deep down, you know that, uh, yes, a second screen of Halloween would have made a lot more sense than opening a last duel. But you try not to burn those relationships with the studios. You you want to be fair. Yeah. It just it, it just sucks to tell people, be like, this isn't going to work. And then to have them be, and then throw it back in your face. Like, we all know that's not going to work. Like, why am I the one out here saying it? So Yeah, we're dealing with the same thing with, well, the opposite of this with Ron. Where right. they the, they know how to promote these, they know how to market these, but it was, it's not happening. But it's not happening. In fact, I got a peek at some tracking, and um, and Ron was tracking less than Clifford, Clifford really from Paramount. Now I wow. kind of chalk that up to that Clifford has better name recognition because Ron is original, like a ri- yeah. original IP. But still, there is no way on earth that, given Disney's marketing prowess, that that should not be. That, that Clifford should be out tracking it. And Paramount just started Clifford promotion too. Yeah. Paramount at the last minute was like, let's add Clifford in and a weird midweek opening. And like none, nothing should be in Clifford's favor in this. And, yeah. And Rhea in a pandemic, not opening in several major chains did like seven and a half million. And it's projecting below that. Yeah. Jeez, that <laughs> much? I, I feel like at this point they have to be purposely wanting to hurt this film. I mean, because there's some sort of profit sharing or something going on. Who knows? Who knows what it is? But it, I can't imagine the film is so bad, uh, animated because it's. I think it's in it like a, a blue sky. Wasn't yeah. it one of theirs? Blue they were animation. on a roll. I mean, they were coming off Ferdinand and um, Crudes. I mean, not no, no, I guess not, not Crudes. Uh, they were the Pigeon uh, Impossible. Yes. Now yes, I can spies, never yeah. spies in disguise. Spies in disguise. Yeah. Ferdinand. They they were on a roll. They were starting to gain momentum. So mm-hmm. I cannot. And they had all the Ice Age movies. Like they've they've done a lot of. No, didn't they have Blue Ice sky. Age? Yeah, I no, they were Ice Age. Ice Age. Oh, okay, yeah. that, that yeah. was DreamWorks. They had a lot of solid films. They were good. I mean, they weren't Illumination or DreamWorks, but they were on their way. They were becoming that. So I can't imagine it's bad. And I'm pretty sure Disney also shut down Blue Sky. Yeah. Right. And the yeah. trailer looks great. It's easy to sell. Yeah. Every kid oh, wants a cell phone or a personal robot or. Yeah. And then for one to like go crazy. And is be silly. Awesome. I mean, it's from ages five to 12. It hits that whole market mm-hmm. and there's nothing controversial about it. It's there's no 
violence. There's no, no like there's Mitchell's probably... versus Machines was that same thing. Yeah. But it had more more violence and action and things like I that. I would that... think that then this one has. So this seems pretty straightforward and easy sell for Disney. Right. I mean, this is Wally for crying out loud. They and didn't want without to take... the social commentary. They didn't want to take some locations. They were like being really weird about like being strict on a print count. I didn't get it. When you look at a film and then you kind of look at a print count that you're given, you're like, you, if you've been booking at things long enough, you know the general pl- locations you're going to get. You're, you know where this will place. And then you know where you might have to fight for it um, and where there might be a chance. But some of the locations I got denied on, I was shocked. I was like, I don't think I'm asking for too much here. So I don't know if it's a retaliation for not giving them their last duel in their antlered states or if they're purposely just limiting this film or what. I, I really don't know what's going on, but it's something weird is going on with it. it. Yeah, it's so odd that they would rather try and push hard for last duel over, you know, it's an anime movie that is clearly more up their alley to promote to begin with, right? You have oh, to for assume sure. there's yeah. some sort of weird... Um, profit sharing or back end deal that somebody has with this that they're trying to limit. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. or they're yeah, yeah, or something with that with the animation studio they're trying to squash or meet or it's retaliatory for your bookings. Who there's could be endless possibilities. All I know is that it booking this film should have been easier than it was. They didn't take they didn't confirm dates quick enough. For like for what I thought that you should do to be able to promote, mm-hmm. and they didn't take certain locations, which was odd. So I don't know. I don't know what you do with this. It's fine <laughs> that they didn't take some really small stuff because we'll play them later, and it'll play just as good later as it will opening it. But right. I I just think it it warranted a bigger footprint than I got for sure. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, a completely original Disney branded. PG animated film. Yeah. Let's what could go wrong? There. I just don't know why. <laughs> I just feel like they're not marking in it, it at all. Like they want it to fail. Hmm. And maybe maybe they are heavily marketing it and I'm just not seeing it. But you would think as a mother with little, little kids that I should be seeing this marketing. Like I'm not outside their target audience right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you basically are. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see how it opens. I have high hopes for it. I know that our kids really want to see it and that we're going to oh, good. try to take them to, to it mm-hmm. and stuff. So I I do have high hopes for this one. And and it won't hurt Dune and Dune's not going to hurt it. It's a perfect <laughs> pairing this weekend. Something for the families and then, and then something for, you know, older kids, yeah. teenagers like and up. Yeah, like to see it yeah. pop and do a huge surprising number. Mm-hmm. I mean, under under 10, 10 million is a disservice to what Disney could do by filming a dog turd for 90 minutes and putting their name on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, they can put their name on anything. I mean, they put it on Last Duel. Yeah. Why wouldn't they put it on this exactly. and really put it out there? Very strange. Very strange. All right. Uh, what should we move on and talk about next? So we talked about Dune. You thought it was awesome. Great. Yeah. Yeah. It's all there. Yeah. Um, the director did a really good job in making this story feel as big and grand as the book suggests that it is. Um he made it so that way it wasn't too complicated. Like despite me being an imbecile and missing a few plot points and certain um, relationship type stuff, I still got the gist of the story and I still was wrapped up in it. Um, and yeah, the CGI is great. The visuals are great. The action is awesome. The, I mean, there's not as action heavy as some may think it is. And some may 
not like that. They might not like that. It's a really long, drawn-out, um, character-driven story. But I think it, it could still really be entertaining for some people if they're willing to give it a chance. I mean, Game of Thrones was kind of like that for a while. It was more character-driven than action-oriented, and that seemed to turn out really well. So why can't Dune? Maybe Dune will work because of the post-Game Thrones audience. Maybe, like, the... Uh, this story with the different houses at war, even though it's sci-fi, maybe that'll work rather than high fantasy like Game of Thrones. Maybe worms for dragons. Sure, just all. replace wor- uh, worms for or dragons for worms. Yeah, maybe it'll all work out. Yeah, let's hope so. Because I know that because yeah, the- people watched Game of Thrones, the PG thirteen version, because they thought <laughs> it was so great. <laughs> yeah, the story was so good. The acting spectacular. <laughs> they didn't just fast forward to the good part. I'm sure they were just looking for all those peacocks. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably the case. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Dune's really great. So hopefully it does well. All right. Um, And I guess speaking of streaming services like HBO and Peacock, we're here to talk about Netflix again. Yeah. So Netflix makes original content and... They were in the news recently for one of their um, series just being so highly watched. What was it called? Squid Games? Squid Game. Yep. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Before we I've dive into this, it. shout out to Netflix for giving theaters a theatrical window on Harder They Fall. Oh, we yeah. We got a two-week theatrical window on oh, that did for they? the theaters that were able to open it this Friday. Nice. On yep. ten twenty two. So giving us an opportunity on an independent film right. with a diverse cast. Mm-hmm. A Western. But it's good <laughs> right it's good for everyone they that was a, awesome they have another <laughs> one coming up too what's the, is that red, red, notice? red notice red notice with yeah. dwayne johnson and ryan reynolds gal and gadot. gal gadot yeah yeah that but one looks good oh i wonder why netflix is doing this because there's no upside to playing in theaters and having a theatrical window oh wait maybe there is yeah maybe there is <laughs> to putting it out there all right, back to the squid okay. launcher or squid game or whatever the yeah. hell you're talking about. Was it? Did it have a squid launcher in squid it? Squid launcher. Um, uh, by the bits I've seen so far, no. No, no. squid launcher. Okay. Well, so it got in the press for having so many views, like billions of views or something crazy like that. Hundreds yeah. of millions of views. And every I think people called Netflix out for their absurd number <laughs> that they threw out for the views. So mm-hmm. now they're going in a bid to have some more transparency when they do release data viewing numbers they're going to they're going to go to total minutes viewed and not total times viewed total amount of times yeah, to- viewed yes yeah they're going to use the total minutes mm-hmm. of view time versus the number of times it was viewed because for the to get the number of times it was viewed number they take um they count everything that was viewed within a two minute window yeah. so, so if you viewed it for more than two minutes so even if you're though it's on, two hours long yeah if you're on the menu and you're looking at it and you're kind of watching the first couple of minutes to see if you want really want to watch it and you're like oh this is weird and you click off they still count that as a view right where's the squid launcher <laughs> <laughs> i was promised a squid launcher yeah where is the squid in the squid games <laughs> so um so yeah they they're gonna go to total um hour or minutes viewed which i think will obviously bring the number down quite a bit maybe not maybe the going to this metric they'll count repeat viewings where people just repeat view things over and over and over again i guess the context could be better than you know judging someone's enjoyment or or not enjoyment judging by 
uh, how many people watch something in a two minute span. Well, I know kids <laughs> programming it look like it's going to go through the roof then if it's yes. total amount <laughs> viewed. Yes. Oh, kids like kid stuff? <laughs> over and over and over again. 600 billion people have watched Baby Shark. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just toddlers watching it on repeat over and over and over yeah. again. <laughs> Make sure to sit them up. <laughs> facing the tv we're still in that phase (laughs) Um, luckily we've moved on to pokemon and i got into it with them yeah until sun and moon series ended and ash just left all of his pokemon that we just spent the whole series like growing to love he's just like goodbye don't know what that means but okay yeah (laughs) are we moving on now can we move on to other sad stories don't like ash now so speaking of sad stories this week, we got trailers oh. for Uncharted and the Batman. <laughs> oh, no. Before that, though, we there was some sad news. That was sarcasm, okay. Cody. <laughs> <laughs> then you were supposed to jump in and go, no, that's not really the sad news. That is, no, I did. No, no, we <laughs> no, really did get sad news. You missed news. it. This is fun, guys. Okay, what's yeah. the sad news? <laughs> so Jump into those. Um, so there was an accident on, one, uh, on a movie set recently and um it's on the set of a new film rust starring alec baldwin and some something happened and his prop gun went off and um struck the i think the cinematographer and the director and put both of them in the hospital and i don't think the cinematographer made it mm, yeah so. um yeah that's just you don't hear about that very often and Maybe it's because there's a lot of hidden stuff behind the scenes, but... Well, I think there's a lot of safety measures, because didn't um, Brandon Lee die being shot on the set of Crow? Yeah, there was... Bruce Lee died mysteriously, and his son died with a a prop gun incident. Yeah, where the prop gun was loaded with the Ron um, bullets, and and it shot and killed him. It definitely happens, but we only have like one other example of this happening, so it's 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 obviously a very you know meticulous... The, the prop master is obviously very meticulous on all of these sets. If you only right. have a couple of examples of this I in just, modern history. I can't yeah. imagine. I feel so bad for Alec Baldwin. Like he probably was not horsing around. It's not like he was playing with it and accidentally went no, off. No, I doubt it. I'm sure that they were, because the cinematographer and the director were right there. I'm sure that they were setting up the shot where the gun was supposed to go off and they probably had a test shoot. And Yeah. How many times in cinema is a gun pointed directly at the camera for effect? Yeah. Every movie with a gun. Every right. yeah. <laughs> you look every, down the barrel of the gun. <laughs> and then this time something tragic happened. Yeah, <sighs> just yeah. doesn't happen too often. Um No, and it's it's just really crazy and it's with an actor you know, it's not some like obscure set in like a third world country where you're like, Well, they're probably a little lax on the rules. I mean this <laughs> happened here. That and that's very just, possible. Yeah, and you have a feeling in a movie with uh, Alec Baldwin that this was the only gun in the film, right? <laughs> like it's not like it's not like the Rambo remake where there were guns everywhere. Right. And the prop master has to keep track of ten thousand rounds yeah, of ammunition. There's backups for the backups. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, there's there's one gun. It's like the Mexican with Brad Pitt. Like there's right. one gun that you know of in this movie. <laughs> Is that the movie where he's like El Camino? <laughs> no. No, doesn't he go down what to Mexico? Is, what does he say? I, I didn't quite hear that. Where he goes down to Mexico and isn't Julia Roberts in it? Yeah, but what did he say? And it's a heart gun. And but what did he say? El Camino. Yeah, that's that one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm glad you said it again. 
That's all, all right. I remember. That well, obviously not all I remember <sighs> because I just described the gun and the other settings. But okay. that was my favorite part well, of the movie. We move on to the the saddest news this week. <sighs> Matt Reeves and Robert Pattinson are ruining Batman. Oh no! Uh oh! Do you only say that because I actually was like, oh, begrudgingly, this looks good, and now you're like, oh, if Cody likes it, and it you're must just trying be, to hurt me, must be a turd. I am going to take giant dumps on every film that released a trailer this week. So you guys go ahead, give your <laughs> okay. review, and then I'm going to just torch it to the ground. Okay, well, let's All start right. with Ambulance then. Oh, God. So, Which, uh, you go, Cody. Sorry. What studio is that, Kyle? Uh, Universal Pictures. Universal. Um, I heard a lot of good things from CinemaCon for this trailer. In fact, it was one of the few trailers outside of like uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, um, the screening, where people were like, that actually looked really good. Yes, that's correct. So it was awesome. Uh, I I didn't care about it at all. Bummer. <laughs> it was just not my <laughs> film. Um, I thought it was well casted. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal looks awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I just they're Robin Banks. I just I don't care. I'm like you're you made a bad decision. You deserve everything that happens to you afterwards. I but don't, it's for family. I don't feel any sympathy for him. Okay, for that character at all because he chose to do it. Sure, like, sure. Yeah, I mean, I thought it looked like a lot of fun. Obviously, it has a lot of the Michael Bay-isms that sometimes yeah. drives people nuts. But I think if done right, it could wind up being entertaining. Um, despite me still being seasick from, or oh, motion sick from cam. the shaky cam. But yeah. no, I was uh, just as entertained as I was when I first saw the trailer. It really surprised me at CinemaCon, too. I need this film to choose a freaking lane, all right? <laughs> Is it a heist movie? A la Heat. Great. Is it a good guys have to do bad things movie? Great. Is it a car chase movie? Great. Like speed. Is it a uh, romance in um, unexpected places movie? Great. I definitely don't think it's that. I I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't Cody. be surprised. It's Michael Bay. <laughs> but never usually that only happens. The romance. Have you ever seen? Good, a, have you ever seen a paramedic is, with that much cleavage? When the when the good well that's a Michael Bay movie like that is also a Michael she's Bay she's just the new Megan Fox <laughs> she's just there for can't eye candy that's all okay but a good guy usually falls in love with that character and the good guy is married with a baby so I don't think that's going to happen in this situation Jake Gyllenhaal is also a good guy he's not a good guy and so and is the, so is the cop her, that's also tried to track them down and says don't shoot we've got a brother officer in the ambulance. They're all good guys. It's just just pick a lane. I yeah. mean, it was chaotic. Yeah, no, I'll I mean it was that. chaotic, but it wasn't. It didn't have you know a fast nine <laughs> series of films right. holding it together. Didn't have Nicolas Cage running around with a nerve agent. It didn't have any of these things that make or didn't have giant robots. It didn't have the thing that Michael Bay uses to distract you from how bad the movie is. Mm, no, it doesn't work. <laughs> you need something <laughs> yeah. so big and aggressive, or it just needs to be a car chase movie or a heist movie or pick a lane. It was trying to be all things to all people. The trailer had four different movies in it. You could have cut it into four separate films. That well, judging true. by how long Michael Bay's movies are, you can make four <laughs> films out of them. I thought Jake Gyllenhaal looked good in it. Oh, he he knows as, what movie he's in. And, and it's, it's nice awesome. to see him kind of as that bad guy in an action movie. Mm-hmm. That was kind of refreshing. He's always naughty as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Five o'clock shadow, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes, please. <laughs> 
Well, speaking of five o'clock shadow, Jake Gyllenhaal, how about squeaky clean Tom Holland in the new oh Uncharted movie? So I know this is based off a video game and it's been in development hell forever. Like oh gosh, it, so long. It was a 20, production like forever. years. Yeah. yeah. So we finally get to it and we're like, what is this? And I'm like, oh, Tom Holland. That's probably a pretty good casting because he's new and upcoming and he's coming off of Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. He looked like him behind a bar in that scene tending the bar it was like they're gonna get their license revoked this is obviously a minor <laughs> behind the bar like flipping it like he's tom cruise in cocktails yeah. no he no. looked like short round driving the car in temple yeah. of doom oh. that's what it felt like thank you ken he's way miscast and and then when they're like kind of doing some of the action scenes i'm like oh he's really good but then he's like shooting a gun i'm like no that doesn't work for him either guns are for big boys <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I kind of got that too. I I did enjoy the trailer. Like, there wasn't anything like glaringly bad about it to me. Maybe a bit too. Other than a child behind the bar. Maybe it, it might be a miscasting. And I think fans of the game will also uh, echo what you're saying. Same with Mark uh, Wahlberg and whatever character he's playing. I forget now, but um, I don't know. It looked entertained enough. Um, that's about all I got for it. It wasn't a bad trailer. It was fine. I don't mind um, ignoring some aspects of reality for a film. Yeah. He obviously, if I'm willing to watch Transformers, <laughs> I will, <laughs> I will, I will uh, leave reality in the uh, backseat. But, Kyle, the part where they're dragging the crates behind the plane. Is that part of the video game? It is a sequence okay. from a video game. If yeah. you let go of anything that's dragging behind a plane... You leave the plane. You fall. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You fall to your your doom. He routinely jumps forward mm-hmm. while the plane is going 500 miles an hour. It makes no freaking sense. Just, oh, God. Just be. But, it, but it's from video game. Yeah, I know. It's just, a callback or a reference. Just put him in a Spider-Man suit so we don't have to see his baby face. And yeah. <laughs> It is wild. That's why Spider-Man, I think, works so well with him. Because yeah. he's supposed to be a teenager, and yeah. he still looks like and it. And he's opposite of, like, Michael Keaton and Robert Downey Jr., yeah. who are way older than they look. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. all works. This... It, it is crazy how young he is, or how young he looks. Right. Because he's not young, and I'm sure he's perfectly at the same age as this character is supposed to be, but... <laughs> he still looks like a baby. Yeah, still... but Sony loves Tom Holland, so... yeah. And hey, this finally this movie finally got made with because of him. So yeah, and now they'll be able to reboot it with uh, somebody even younger. <laughs> Five they'll, years from now, they'll find someone. Yeah. <laughs> All right, is this when we talk about the Batman? Yes. Okay. Let's talk about the Batman. I'll just say I'm very biased. This movie looks awesome. I'm very excited for this. I begrudgingly agree. As long as long as Robert Pattinson's not in his Bruce Wayne costume. And he's just the Batman. He it, This movie looks good. Cody, he literally, even when he's in his Batman costume, he's in his Bruce Wayne costume. <laughs> nope. I don't know how many times I have to explain this no, to he's you. He's Batman all the he time. Is he is Bruce. No, no, that's not the case. Yeah. He is Bruce Wayne. Superman is Superman and puts on a Clark Kent costume <laughs> because he is Superman all the time. Batman is Bruce Wayne all the time, regardless of what's going on. I think he's always the Batman, and then he puts on a Bruce Wayne costume. He is Batman. The fact that they're putting Bruce Wayne the Batman died. is also... <laughs> Bruce Wayne died with his parents. He's putting on a death mask. Oh, God. 
I mean, yeah. that's, that's... He is putting on a death mask. He, Bruce Wayne. No, <laughs> Batman is putting on... Batman was resurrected when Bruce Wayne died and now puts on Bruce Wayne's death mask. How could he be resurrected if he wasn't born? <laughs> he was created. He was erected? He was erected, <laughs> yes. Erected, Ken. <laughs> well, the death mask, they brings up a good point. Like, this movie, you know, we've seen the dark and gritty aspect of Batman from, like, Christopher Nolan, but this actually looks like... Gotham is a horrible place to live in, finally. Gross. Exactly. Gross, crime-filled, no one's ever good. (laughs) And so it it really brings up that aspect of Batman, along with, like, the detective parts that I think a lot of uh, fans are really curious about. And I think it will will make a lot of other people curious, too. I like how they didn't... Obviously, Paul Dano Riddler is the big, big baddie in the film. And I like how they left him kind of in the shadows, and you didn't quite see his face, and you never saw... You never saw that his face without a mask. That is the only redeeming quality of this trailer. Yeah, because he is hard. He is hard to Paul look at. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the penguin character, by, played by um, Colin Farrell, was my favorite part of this trailer. It's crazy that that's him. Yeah, I love how he's like a New Jersey mafia guy. Yeah, oh, it was so good in it, and his face is so unrecognizable yet so you instantly knew that was Penguin. Like it was yeah. so good. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, Ken. It was so good. It was so good. It was so good. He's going to be so my favorite good. part of this. I'm counting this as Cody's on my side. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ken. Crush my how heart. We- how weird is I that? I would rather watch You're- the original Batman movie starring Adam West backwards. No. In stop. reverse. Might be more comprehensible. With instead of watching this trailer, no, you're just this trailer. You're is butt hurt because Batman's not Ben Affleck anymore, and you look like Ben Affleck. <laughs> so you're. <laughs> this is Pattinson. why you're like no other Batman shall <laughs> come to pass. <laughs> I do not look like anybody else Ro- but Ben Affleck. Robert Pattinson looks like something Ben Affleck uses as a feminine hygiene product. Okay, <laughs> he is tiny. He is slender. He is insignificant. He no. made John David Washington look like black adam okay yeah. <laughs> he is he is nothing he's a q-tip <laughs> i'm not gonna q-tip. disagree with you on that yeah i mean i will selena kyle catwoman looked okay you nearly mean, the same size as him you mean uh non-curvy rosario dawson yes <laughs> we're gonna get the most slender cheapest rosario dawson look like we can God. Oh, Halle Berry's not available? Let's get someone that looks remotely like her in a funhouse mirror that just makes you straight. (laughs) Yeah. I think they had to get somebody tinier than Robert Pattinson, okay? It was Yeah, they should have cast an actual cat, okay? (laughs) Then it would have made him look like a reasonable size. Catwoman? (laughs) Meow. Oh, that would have made way more sense than like, oh, yes, she's also a crime fighter, or is she? (laughs) Have to disagree, Ken. Casting looks awesome. She looks like a police baton. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, another. uh, there's one more trailer, and I think we can all agree on this one. Um, Redeeming Love from Universal Pictures coming out in January. It played, you said, on the Dune trail. It was the the first trailer to play on the Dune trail, and I thought I was in the wrong movie for a second. (laughs) I don't know why they play it's the raw audience universe this is an obvious like romance novel that must have sold enough copies that somebody's like let's make that a movie well i don't know let's you option can't... it see yeah. <laughs> <laughs> women will love this and they'll come in droves because they can see it on the big screen well nobody wants to see that on the big screen these are guilty pleasure stories and women don't 
they don't want to go see this. But Little Women worked. <laughs> no, little little the Little Women is not this story. This, I know <laughs> this poor it's girl grows up in a whorehouse and then she fi- and she has to do all these awful things because she's in a whorehouse in the West. Yeah, and then she's like, oh, but I'm redeemed because I found the love of my life. Like, ugh, ugh, none of this looks good. Yeah, again, not a post Me Too era. None of this. I think plays very well at all. Nope. Nope. You guys have this opinion of it. I'm going to shock you and say, if this wasn't a Bleecker Street movie, this would sell. This is the Outlander. This is the Game of Thrones. This, this is a Universal title. I thought it was. Oh, it's Universal. For some reason, I thought I it's saw Bleecker Street. Which one was the Bleecker Street one we saw? Oh, uh, the, it was the, the India, India and Sweets and Spices. Spices. Yeah, there that we one go. Looked, okay. That one so, looked better than this movie. No. This is 100% sexual tension. She is bipolar. She likes being a prostitute bipolar. and following, she's falling in bipolar. love. She's bipolar. She's traumatized. Yeah. I think that's She's right traumatically word. bipolar. She's sexually abused her whole life. There's yeah. nothing good. Like, yeah. So was the thing, guy in Fifty Shades of Grey. This yeah, and then everybody went and saw that. And that made like $100 <laughs> million. The difference is that's the guy in it. And he's a billionaire. And it plays to women's fantasies. Women you, don't like the savior fantasy when the woman is like all messed up like ugh, who's saving who here it's gross i know i think this is actually a romance movie for men and i'm in i'm into it oh jeez, ken no <laughs> god everything you said about the batman i'm taking out of my brain forget that he's just gonna mute your mic this from is, now on. this is such a troll <laughs> Uh, he finally caught on. Gosh. hundred episodes in and he finally figured it out. I'm just, try, just trying to tip the boat over here. This is when you, you finally broken me. This is when You've you know. You've broken me, Batman. <laughs> now I broke you. This is when you know there's no curation in the trailers. Like that Regal just slapped this on because they're getting that big paycheck from Universal. And they're like, sure, Dune. This totally makes sense. Yeah. No, I mean, it, yeah. it literally shows rape in the trailer like countless number of times. Oh, yeah. It's, it's awful. It's brutal. It, it, yeah, it really made sure to oh, let you know that. The creepy, like, was, I'm going to call you angel and that creepy man touching that little girl's face. Like, you don't, sometimes things just don't translate to a visual media medium. It just doesn't. You visually don't want to see last it. last duel, it was very... Uh, uh, subtle or it was, hidden? It was subtle. It was as as minimally subtle as it could be. Yes. Except you have and Adam this... Driver like pacing Correct. down the hall, opening all the doors, looking for. Ooh. Correct. But it was like it was just like you but knew it happened. Yeah. This it showed you that. It did <laughs> it show was you right it in happening. her face. It's like how many times can we show her being flung onto a bed with fear in her eyes? Yes. Yeah. I just Half wonder... naked, just <laughs> crying. I just wonder what the why they thought about that in the trailer was it like you know what let's just announce what this they could have left it at she grew up in a whorehouse and that you can't get you know within three feet of her without the big bosses coming and then the love part and then people might have been like oh it's kind of a fun love story like the unobtainable girl no I mean, like, no, the well, if they didn't know about that dark stuff that we're talking about, yeah. it's possible people would have walked and be like, oh, my God, I did the, not know. Yeah. No, the trailer immediately made me think that this was like something that 
Harvey Weinstein optioned, and then Universal got it for a deal, and then <laughs> right. just had to make it. They're like, like oh yeah. yeah, we got this one. We got, we got the no, we you got know, the film option for this for thirty five dollars. You know what yeah. it is? Is they optioned this after Fifty Shades of Grey, and then they took too long making it. Now they're trying to put it out, and it's like wrong time, wrong time. That time has passed. <laughs> yeah. We don't do that anymore. We don't do that anymore. Yeah. We never did that, Cody. It was <laughs> never it was never okay. We don't do that anymore now. <laughs> not the rave. I meant like <laughs> those love movies. Kyle, this like episode that. is not getting to be on those air. Like, <laughs> those like romance novels turned movies thing. Oh, we will. The oh, rave is, okay, now I get you. We are. So, <laughs> we're going to get an email saying this episode's been dropped. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't talking about that. I was oh. just talking about like this is a obvious. I feel like this is universal being like we need the next Fifty Shades of Grey, and this is westerny one is not it. I just hope that they recognize this and they put it in January so that way they can get it over with. They're gonna open it the same weekend they open Three Fifty Five, which is the <laughs> women empowering movie. And yeah. gonna have this oh my movie gosh, you're right. To bury, <laughs> bury it. Oh, I. <laughs> Yeah, that I know this not think this one I'll put early as my uh replicas of twenty twenty two. Like this is one that's just gonna go out there, they're gonna release it wide because they have to. And it's yeah. gonna do like two million dollars on yeah. a three thousand yeah. screen count. I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, let's try another day and date with Peacock. <laughs> I mean streaming can have it. Yeah. <laughs> like seriously why not just put it on streaming it definitely looked like a streaming movie i wonder if there must have been a theatrical contract to it before peacock yeah, right if it was the post 50 shades of gray like snap up of romance novels Possible. then yeah there probably is a theatrical component to it <laughs> this is the one time where we're like no you can you can take it you can take it even i'm like ugh, no thank you <laughs> yeah nothing good about this one <laughs> So, how about we get out of here? I will say, okay, there is one one good thing. The male lead, the male lead, the redeeming lover was very handsome. Like, I could see that happening. It's very handsome. That's the only believable part of the whole thing. Cool. Let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Just in every- case you were wondering, people, I'm here to rescue you, you broken sack of flour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are you gonna ride on your horse? Get along, little doggie. Get your six shooter out. Protect me. <laughs> Hello, Pilgrim. <laughs> oh God, ladies, stand back. This one's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm broken. I'm broken. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, okay. All right, everyone. Thank you for indulging with us on this episode. <laughs> you can find us on all podcast platforms if you want to hear more episodes similar to this one, <laughs> or not. Um, or not. <laughs> Um, and also check out silverscreeninsider.com where if you're a theater owner or manager needing updated and accurate film information for the upcoming releases and marketing assets uh, that come along with them, check us out there. All right. Big grosses, everybody. Big Dune and Ron's Gone Wrong Weekend. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs>